know a lot of you who are fans of YFE Chat Live that show up live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and on the, who are on the chat usually have a glass of wine with you, which I love. I think it's so much fun to sit around with your girlfriends and talk over wine. And but I know at the same time, ordering wine can be a little intimidated and complicated, which is why the founder of Trophy Wife Wines, our guest tonight, started her own wine label. She's going to talk to us about the process of creating it, marketing it, selling it, and everything in between. So make sure that you stay tuned for that entire 30 minutes and use the hashtag YFE chat. Jennifer Dono, the host of YFE Chat Live, the live show that happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern here at YFELive.com. Tonight's episode is episode 81, and our topic is all about the wine industry, and our guest is Gwen Ogle of Trophy Wife Wines. She is a founder and CEO and everything in between. I'm very excited to talk to her because I've always been interested in what it takes to start your own wine company. There's not very many women in this space. I think there's one uh, female wine, um, I don't know what you call it, wine company <laughs> in the Northwest that I know of, and um, there are just not very many out there. So the fact that Gwen is doing it, she's a young female entrepreneur, I'm very excited to talk to her. Uh, tonight's episode, episode 81, is brought to you by... Ovalai TV. Ovalai believes in building community through shared experiences. We produce professional live webcasts that bring tribes together. And by MailChimp. MailChimp is the best way to design, send, and share email newsletters. You can get started today for free at MailChimp.com. And I definitely recommend that you guys check out their blog. I use I look at it about every couple days because it's got fantastic advice. There's a piece, an email, or a blog post that went out today about um, Ace Hotels. I don't know if you guys have ever stayed at one of their hotels. It's very chic, very cool, very hip. Um, they do email marketing by collaborating with other products and being kind of a curator for people who are interested in Ace Hotels. They might be interested in these other products. Very interesting stuff. Great ideas. And in honor of MailChimp, I saw one of their ads in their blog posts that had um, Freddie the, the monkey guy in between books. So I copied it and put it up there. I thought it was just really clever that he was reading a book. So um, thanks, MailChimp. <laughs> I stole your idea. I thought it was so cute, though. So um, before we bring in Gwen, I want to talk about a couple little things going on with YFE. One, of course, is that the action calendar, we still have a few days left, so make sure that you check that out. It's just at yfe.me forward slash action calendar. Each day we do a different action. Take a picture, tag it with YFE chat, let people know that you've done it so that we're all growing and doing things together. It's just fun, fun way of meeting people who are doing the same things you're doing. And then, of course, we have another live webcast by Jacqueline Jensen next week uh, for YFE Vegas Tech. And then we have another one that's coming up on October 1st at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 Eastern with at the Stacey Harris, who is hosting Bootstrap Book Club. Let's see if we can bring Stacey back on so she can talk to us about her hosting duties. But the book that we're reading is Thank You, Economy by Gary Vaynerchuk. I read it on Audible a couple years ago, and it was a fantastic read, and I'm excited to revisit it because I feel like after a couple years, you've gained some experience and some knowledge behind it, and you can go back and find new things. 
So if you've read it in the past, try it again with us. You can find out more about all of the book club at yfe.me forward slash find me in the club. Yes, it's a 50 cent reference. And I always like to sing it when I think of Bootstrap Book Club. So Stacy, as the host of Bootstrap Book Club, what are you looking forward to discussing with us? I am looking at, or I'm looking forward to discussing not just a book, but ways we can implement the stuff from the book. So my goal for while I'm hosting is for everything to be really actionable. So we are going to spend the time we're together in Bootstrap Book Club, not just reading a book, but taking action on the ideas when we are inspired by them. I love it. So Stacey, um, one of the things that I noticed was on your page, you have a little promotion going. Can you tell us about that? I do. I have a, I recently moved to a new Facebook page, so I'm rebuilding and starting over. It's facebook.com slash the Stacey Harris. And like your Twitter handle. That's right. It's all about consistency, people. Um, so I am going to be giving away a copy of the Thank You Economy when I hit 500 fans. I said if I hit 500 by Friday, but I'm just, I just want to give away the book either way. So what I've decided is I will give away a copy to someone who likes my page live on the show on October 1st so that you can kick off the book club time together with the book in your hot little hands. So be sure to like the page before then because I'll pick it right before we start live. So facebook.com backslash the Stacey Harris. Stacey is spelled with an E, same way my Twitter handle is. It will be awesome. Thank you so much, Stacey. I'm really excited for you to host. Like I said, I'm excited to read the book again, and I'm even more excited, like you said, to discuss it with others and to look at that actionable advice. So everyone, Stacey is on at YFEntrepreneur, the Twitter handle, and the hashtag YFEChat. So make sure that you're tweeting her. Tweet away your takeaways. And of course, Gwen's Twitter handle is on the side, so you guys can use that too. It's at TrophyWifeWines. I want to go ahead and give a shout-out to at Am Schaffner. Amanda, she's got... Um, the Instagram pickup of her right now who she's drink she said she's drinking with at the Stacey Harris. I thought that was really clever. So um, thanks you guys for tweeting, for showing up live and all that fun stuff. If you're watching it later on YouTube or iTunes, make sure that you um, leave a comment, like it, share it with your friends. We always love some interaction with you guys. So let's learn about our guest, Gwen. So Gwen, um, is, of course, the founder of Trophy Wife Wines, the smart and sexy wine company founded by Lexington, Kentucky. And you can you can hear her accent um, when she talks. It's so cute. <laughs> um, it's produced and bottled in, I think this is how I say it, Lodi, the wine grape capital of California. She conceptualized Trophy Wife Wines after working as a wine territory manager in the beverage industry, where she learned that many people still consider wine intimidating and complicated. So Gwen, thank you so much for being on YFE Chat Live tonight. I really appreciate you taking the time to come out and tell us about what it takes to start a wine company. Sure, thank you for having me. Now I should ask, is that, I mean, what do you call yourselves? You're a founder of a, is it a wine label? Yes. Okay, a wine label. A wine label. Awesome. So now... What was the process like? Because, like you said, it's 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 out of the 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 idea that purchasing wine is complicated and it's intimidating for people. So why why do you feel that way? What gave you the idea for Trophy Wife Wines and solving that initial problem? So for a couple of reasons, I worked for a beverage wholesaler in Kentucky, and uh, I'm also a consumer. So I would find myself walking down the aisle in um, you know down the wine aisle in a liquor store. 
and all the labels look the same. They're, you know, a cursive print, a Gwen Opal Reserve, if you will. And I found myself going towards the cuter, girly labels. Uh, but I found myself only buying them one time due to the quality. So um, I just thought that if I could bring a better, uh, a better label and a better wine, uh, then everyone wins. So very nice. Well, so. This was a process for you because you can't just turn around and say, I'm going to start. I mean, for a lot of us, for our businesses, they're online and we say, I'm going to start a business. I've got $100. I'm going to get this going. You can't exactly do that for a wine bottle. So can you tell us a little bit about the process and what it felt like to actually see that bottle? We have a picture of you. You told me a little bit about what it was like to actually finally get that product in your hand. But can you tell us what it was, what, what it took to get to that point and then what it felt like to actually see it? It was, I had to research, I had to Google, I went to LinkedIn, um, message boards inside of groups for the wine and spirits industry, and had internet doors closed in my face. I was told several times, unless you have a million dollars, this will never happen. And I do not have a million dollars. So um, it is possible. It took a lot of work. Um, it took almost two years to get off the ground. And the picture you're talking about is um, the day it came out. I, you know, been looking at these girls for two years, uh, even from just a pencil sketch, and uh, I got a text message from the distributor saying that the wine had been delivered, and I don't even think I had showered. I know I had no makeup on. I just, like, jumped in my car, drove to the liquor barn, and <laughs> went, <laughs> yeah, it's called the liquor barn, um, and walked in, asked an associate, I said, do you have trophy wife wines? And he said, uh, yeah, we actually just got it in. It's back here. So I go like past him, I see it on a pallet, I tear into it like a lunatic, <laughs> um, and I, I pull it out and he's just staring at me and I thought, this isn't the best time to tell him that I'm the owner of this wine. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, okay, thanks. But uh, yeah, I got a picture of me holding it and I'm like mid-cry, overwhelmed. Mm. So it was a really, really cool moment to see that, you know, it's a real product. The other cool thing is I got to buy the first bottle of wine. Um, you know, I was able to buy our first bottle too. So I do you the still have the bottle or the receipt? Do you have it like hanging in yes. your office? Yes, oh, it's I so do. funny. Yeah. It's like someone's, you know, the, how you f- frame the first dollar that comes into yeah. your business is just like that. I love that. So yeah. now I sent out an email earlier that uh, Alex Frias, he's a young entrepreneur. Um, I think his company is called Track Marketing Group. He said something that other at the beginning of the week that really resonated with me saying that to accomplish any goal, you really need to put your research or do your research, plenty of research in advance, and then hustle your way into it. So as far as you said, it took a couple years to get Trophy Wife um, off the ground. How did that play out in your story and researching and hustle? So like I said, I was um, a, a manager at a beverage company. So I worked probably 60 hours a week. So my wow. only time to work on my wine was in the evenings. So evenings and weekends was researching and meeting and calling people and so um it definitely wouldn't take that long now but it was really hard to do while you know balancing a full-time job yeah well you mentioned that you had internet doors slammed in your face so tell us about (laughs) tell us about that were you were you cold emailing people or going on forums and asking people what it took or what did that look like 
so one thing that really I learned a lot from was one googling everything, and then I went I, on. To, I mean, that's been a number one ad- piece of advice <laughs> from a lot of people: is just Google everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm also a nerd, and that I like to read industry news. So it's interesting to me to find out what you know the trends are in industry. So I stayed up on all of my industry news. But then LinkedIn has um, groups that you can join, and then inside the groups, there's message boards and forums and things. So I was able to like read a lot on there to learn. But then several times I asked questions. You know, I'm looking to do a uh, custom crush, is what it was called. Um, I would like to look into doing a private label. And every time people would say, uh, well, I hope you have a rich family or I hope you, (laughs) I got the same answers every time, which I don't. So, uh, and then I also, you know, emailed and called several vineyards in California and, you know, their whole thing was we we just weren't big enough. And we, you know, so we're, we're super small and that led us to our vineyard we work with now and uh, they're a family-owned vineyard in Lodi, California, and they are very California. They've helped teach us things, and uh, they've been a great partner to have. Well, so let's talk about that process. How did you actually come to find them? Was that just through, again, emailing? Was it through networking? Was it through LinkedIn? Um, It was through networking through my job. So I had to be very careful because I didn't want to have a conflict of interest with, you know, um, talking to our suppliers about things, but I did, uh, casually ask a couple of suppliers, you know, hey, have you ever heard of anyone having their own wine label? And, um, you know, through some, you know, probing, I was able to find out, oh, yeah, there's actually, I know this one guy, they're, they've got a vineyard that they probably could do something for you. I was like, huh, okay. So, um, so yeah, we were able to link up with them that way. Well, I think that's interesting because I've, um, I didn't know that that's even possible. I thought you had to have a, like a vineyard and that you had to grow up in the in the whole winemaking history in order to actually have a wine label. And then one of um, I met somebody that they that's what they did. They were they're a dentist and they uh, came out and said, "I want to own my own winery." And so what they did was they bought grapes from another from a vineyard and then put it in a bottle and the biggest thing was coming up with the right um, mixture the right tasting or whatever you want to call it and then creating the label and the brand and the feel the experience of of drinking Mm -hmm. the wine and interacting with it I thought that was so exciting so it feels like more people can actually get into this space than in in the past do you feel like that's true especially two years after you got started with all of this I do and what you need to remember is a lot of these uh, winemakers they are farmers by trade. So, you know, they may not have, um, you know, the business savvy, the marketing, um, and that's kind of where our idea came in. And so while they're doing us a favor by producing the wine, uh, you know, letting us label their bottles, we're doing them a favor because we're selling their wine too. So it really makes for a good partnership. Um, Yeah, I think that it's definitely something people can get into, but um, I must warn you, the, you know, it's, it's a long-term investment and the margins are low and uh, it could be a couple years before you even make any money on it. So it's, um, there's a lot patience. of, a lot of patience. Uh, you have to remember your cost of goods, you know, the label costs so much, the bottle costs so much, the cork, the box it comes in. So uh, not to mention fees to sell into states too. So there's a lot of, um, 
a lot of different things you need to keep in mind when when going into alcohol for sure. That I I just I think it's amazing when people start to because it it literally feels impossible to actually start a wine label to me. I just I don't know how you did it, and especially it, it did. <laughs> especially with the fact that you're a female. And I've always thought of winemakers as being a very male dominated. I mean, most of the wine movies that you watch, there's usually some kind of like. Um, dark and mysterious man behind the wine and it's all very you know family like Italian and whatever it is so how has being a female affected you in the wine industry it's very much um, a boys club for sure and um, it it was definitely different when I first started four years ago uh, just in the industry in general I was one of maybe three girls in the market and you know here we are four years later and there's so many more women so that's great there's also um a ton of wine makers now who are women uh so i think that it's, it's turning around and i think it's because they these these men had to listen women account for 80 percent of uh the wine purchased 80 percent oh my 80%. gosh that's a lot so why why um, do you think that is i mean that's that's insane. Eighty percent of wine is yeah. being purchased by women. Oh my gosh! So why? I think that women we like to go share things with each other. I often tell people my fondest memories with drinking wine is not with my husband. It's always with my girlfriends playing, you know, having game night or you know just sitting around watching TV or a movie or something. So I think that women we're about sharing and we want to, you know. I know for me, I loved taking different wines and being like, look at this label I found. It's so funny, you know. So I think that it's women just like to share these experiences together. So I think that could be a a reason why it it accounts for that. It's funny that you talked about the labeling piece because that is something that I do. I don't necessarily buy, especially when I'm going to the store to go over to like a girlfriend's house, I buy like the $12 to $15 price point Mm -hmm. wines. And they're usually not because they, they, you know, a certain taste or a certain whatever. It's usually because of the label. It like stood out to Mm -hmm. me or if it's like a cute thing. Um, So I think that's funny. And I just, I love that there's more women getting into it, especially if 80% of them, it's just like the apps. We had Carla White on speak about um, she created the gratitude app and she was saying more women need to get into app uh, building because women consume apps they use apps and so I just think that's really interesting so as far as um, you know speaking of the ma- the male and female um, type of dynamics within wine you actually your husband I got to speak with him over Skype for a bit he's mm-hmm. awesome and he seems like such a yeah. good support system um, for you is he involved with your business at all he is so um, actually the story about, I came home with the idea and I'm sitting there on the couch. He walks in with the mail, flipping through the mail. And I just said, I have a business idea. And he just looks at me. I was like, so I think we could come with a wine label. And I started telling him about it. He was like, you know what? I believe in you. I think you have a lot of great ideas. Let's go ahead and we'll form an LLC and uh, we'll go from there. Just, you know, do your research. And so from day one, he was on board with it. Um, we have very similar personalities, yet we have uh, very different skill sets. So he takes care of a lot of the licensing uh, in the states and a lot of the behind the scenes things that I don't care to do. Um, and then I'm the one who wakes up in the middle of the night with, oh, I have no idea of how to market this or, you know, so I'm, I'm the crazy person behind the idea and, and he's the He's the one doing all the paperwork. <laughs> well, and so uh, we actually have Melissa Penton. Um, she's at Melissa Penton. She's asking, where do you sell your wines? Right now we are sold in Kentucky, Tennessee, uh, Iowa, Indiana, and soon to be Missouri. And we're, we're trying to open up new states uh, 
every day. So that's the biggest challenge. So the best thing that I can ask people to do is to ask for your favorite retailer. You know, I think that's something that people don't realize, that they have tremendous amount of power over their grocers. If you just go up and request something, Mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, they're actually going to look into the product and try and actually stock that. Because not that many people Mm -hmm. ask their grocers to to actually put stuff on the shelves. I've learned that because my mom... My mom does a gluten-free show, and that's something that people always ask. They always ask the viewers to ask their grocers to put it on their shelves. My mom Mm -hmm. always will go into a grocer and say, will you please stock something for me? And they usually do. So I think that's a great piece of advice. Well, and, you know, as far as uh, being sold and being in physical locations, I know that it can be tricky with wine especially to sell Mm -hmm. online. Do you have plans for selling wine or even some of your glasses? You have beautiful glasses. Do you have plans for selling online? I'm drinking um, this one right now. It's actually hand-painted by our artist, Betsy May. So it took, if you look, there's a lot of detail in it, and uh, it took a lot of time. So um, we are branching into merchandise. Uh, I'm hoping before Christmas we can get some things up and going. But right now, our wine is not available online, um, and neither is, actually, we have koozies online that you can buy. I love the koozies. They're so cute. Are they fun? I love it. And especially I was looking at your Facebook page and there's koozies with like Starbucks drinks, koozies with the, with beer. I just thought that was really fun because it's a great brand too. And speaking yeah. of the Trophy Wife brand, is there any kind of cross promotion? Because you've got Trophy Wife uh, as a show now. Is there any interesting marketing um, uh, opportunities that you're looking with as far as your brand goes? I would love to think so. We actually own the trademark to Trophy Wife. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah, so that was one of the first steps we did. Um, oh, my gosh. Yes, I would love to. I've actually, you know, just lightly tweeted the show and, you know, sent the messages and things. So far, I haven't heard anything. But, um, you know, I think that uh, the name Trophy Wife means a lot of different things. And um, to me, I'm on a mission to change the negative meaning behind it, which is, um, you know, a, a younger woman with an older, rich husband. That's, that's not a trophy wife to me. A trophy wife is somebody who's a total package, and that can mean bringing home the bacon, looking fabulous while doing it with a baby on your hip. So I think that, um, you know, I just really want to change what trophy wife is. So. Well, I think that's funny you mentioned that because there is a little bit of a connotation with that, like you said, a negative mm-hmm. connotation. And with, um, is it Malin? Is that his name? Malin? Malin. I think it's Malin. Uh, yeah, she's the the star of Trophy Wife, um, which I watched. It was funny. I liked it. Um, and I like her husband. I I can't remember what his name is, but he's I always like his like romantic comedy movies. But anyway, um, yeah. uh, she was saying on The View... Uh, I'm sorry, you guys. I watched The View. <laughs> and she was saying something about the, the name being associated with vapid or like, um, you know, like just uh, a not all there kind of a female. And I really like you seem like, like you said, it's very capable, um, well-rounded female. And so how are you how are you taking this brand and getting it out there and showing people that uh, what it means, I guess, like what, what you feel like, you know, taking it a little bit further than just showing people the label and saying trophy wife. What are you doing to market this so if you take a look at all of our social media it's it's fun it's not um it's not stuffy it's not you know fur coats and diamonds it's like it's a beer in a koozie like it's 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 just fun and you know i, I know that I, I mean a bottle of wine shared with girlfriends um you know that's what i i know that's what most women go for and they drink what they like and so it's we just want to have fun with it and make it where it's not um, 
it's not a stuffy that negative connotation you were saying yeah well okay so girl talk startup is uh first of all one of the comments was that she loved that it, it took you years it was great to hear someone that wasn't necessarily an overnight success and you actually had a lot of work and you stuck with it like you said it's all about patience and payoff in the long run because you said margins aren't great which we'll hopefully talk about in just a second when it comes to wine um but another question that she had was if you had um if you've thought about having reps throughout the states to host parties and wine taste for you and someone else I think she also asked, can you mail wine? Uh, so I know there's a lot of regulations around how you sell wine, especially I, I found out that Maine, you can't ship alcohol at all to Maine. It's crazy. Each state has their own little laws with it. So what's, sure. are you able to do either of those? Yes, because I, as much as I want to be in all of these states at the same time, I can't be. Now in the beginning, I mean, I was hitting the pavement. I was, you know, launching the brand. Uh, doing tastings everywhere, and I still do. So next Saturday, I'll be in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, doing a tasting. The next week, I'll be in Knoxville uh, working that market. Um, we are, we do have several people who do tastings for us uh, throughout our markets from time to time. Uh, so we're not big enough yet that we can support an actual like staff or anything. Uh, hopefully down the road, we can do that. Uh, as far as like mailing to other states, like you said, Maine, uh, my home state, Kentucky, has the strictest laws and we're where bourbon comes from. It's the craziest thing. We have the highest tax on alcohol and um, you can't mail alcohol out of the state or into the state. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so um, right now we don't, we're not set up where we can do it online. We, we are, you know, looking into um, partnering with someone who can help us with that. Very nice. Well, and before I ask you a couple other questions and we get into feature five, as far as the margins go for wine, I've had a couple of people that have said, because we do in-person meetups, and so we're always looking for contributions, and I know of a number, other, uh, a number of other female organizations that do the same thing, and what I've heard is that you shouldn't really approach a wine, um, a wine label or a winery because the margins are not there, whereas like a vodka or something like that, mm-hmm. there's tons of room for marketing. So, I mean, what does it look like as far as what it costs to actually produce the bottle of wine that we look at? Um, let's see. I want to say we, trying to, I, I honestly can't remember because it's changed a couple of times, but it, it's very low. <laughs> um, I know that we opted for a better quality wine, so that made our margins even lower. Had we gone for you know a eight ninety nine retail, we would have made a couple dollars more a bottle. Uh, but we we were wanting something you know the thing that was important to me was to take it somewhere and not be embarrassed of it. <laughs> so um, so the lower quality you're going to make probably a little more money on than the higher quality. That's interesting. Yeah, and I, you know what? I really like the price point that you have set at too because it makes it easy to get introduced to, easy to make it a gift to. Like Corey Freeman was saying, she's not that much of a wine person. Corey just turned 21. And I think it took me a while to get into wine too. At mm-hmm. uh, 21, it was more like beers and 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 like mixed drinks. And then you start getting into wine as you socialize with people that are into wine, it feels like. And so it's, yeah. I think that's a, a great point to think of. So, um, and then finally, for all of the people that are watching that love wine, because like I said, YFE chat, we're all about our wine. We Instagram it, we, we tweet about it. 
I'm sure there's a lot of women on here that would love to work with a wine label, whether it's in graphic design or in copywriting. What are some things that you would want your contractor to consider before you hire them, such as like being up to date on marketing laws when it goes to, you know, comes to marketing wine, that type of a thing? Well, something that was important to me um, as, you know, I'm, I'm very much a feminist too, that I made sure everyone we worked with was a female from the attorneys to uh, the graphic designers to the person who just did our marketing just because, um, you know, I wanted a, I wanted what a woman could do. And um, so I think that we do have an advantage now, especially in this industry, because uh, as you can see with all the different labels out there, not just in wine, but in, you know, spirits um, and, and beer, everything, uh, they're more targeted to women now. So I think there's going to be a higher demand for women. A female uh, voice. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point to consider. So if you guys want to get into the wine industry, <laughs> what's the best way to contact someone that's with a wine label? I mean, is that to email someone or to pick up the phone to do, is there networking events for wine labels? Uh, there's actually several different, um, like, uh, job boards and um, there's like business networking, um, like beverage networking. I can't remember the name of it. It's like B and something. It's like beverage networking. Uh, then, you know, if you just go on to LinkedIn and you see the different groups you can get in there, if you just type in wine, there's a ton of different groups. There's like wine and spirits groups, um, like number one wine and spirits groups. And you can see um, so many people networking on there, whether it's just from importing a new vodka to, you know, to doing label work. Very nice. Hopefully you guys will all check that out then. So I want to end tonight's conversation with our feature five. It's five questions that are short, um, easy things to find out a little bit more about who Gwen is and uh, what your life is like in Trophy Wife Wines and outside of it. So for our first question, what does your work environment look like? A couple of things. So I have my home office. So upstairs, that actually looks like a real office. And then a lot of times I'm sitting on the couch, catching up on my DVR and working from a laptop. And how often do you go out for taste? This is not part of the five questions, but how often, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, how often are you doing tastings? Um, at least once a month. Um, I try to do a couple of months. Last month I was in Nashville. Uh, it requires some travel and, um, you know, just being away. So uh, and being pulled into a million directions at one time. So at least once a month. Yeah, I bet. So who are your female role models or mentors in business? I don't have anyone that um, that would be someone who's famous or anything. But in college, I worked at a boutique. And uh, the small business owner, she taught me so many things about business that I've carried over into this business. So she was definitely a mentor and still is. I love that. I have the same, I worked for someone in college that I, I do think of every once in a while when I make a business decision, just like as far as customer service goes and things like that. I think that's fantastic. Sure. So yeah. what do you do outside of business? I My interests are very, very broad. So, um, you know, I like to go to whatever the hot new workout of the day is. Uh, I go to yoga. Um, my husband, I'll go play golf with him. We, he recently got into, um, mountain biking. So I got into mountain biking. Oh my gosh, uh, really? That's tough. Um, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it. My husband does it. And I, I can ride the bike for like 30 minutes. And then I'm like, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I've, I've had a couple spills. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, oh. No, I, 
I'll, I'll try about anything. That's so funny. I, I wouldn't take you for a mountain biker. That's, that's good. <laughs> it's always good to try new things. And so what is your advice for a young female entrepreneur that is just getting started? Don't give up. Um, I know I had so many people tell me it wasn't worth my time. It wasn't worth the money. Um, you know, take a risk because at the end of the day, you don't want to look back and think, what if I did that, you know, five years ago or, you know, um, just, you know, you don't want to look back and regret it. So, and that was our whole philosophy this whole time was, so we lose a little bit, a little bit of money. We'll try it. Why not? And so far, so good. So just keep going. Don't get discouraged. Good. Perseverance, patience, all that fun stuff. That's great. All right. So the last question is a little bit of an obvious one, but Maybe you can pinpoint it down to which one of your ladies is your favorite. What is your favorite drink? My favorite, what I'm drinking right now, is actually our Big Red Blend. And this one. And one other thing I wanted to mention is um, the labels are actually three of my best friends. Aww. So they're... So they, it's a tribute to my girlfriends, and then this is me on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so cute. Very nice. So Big Red Blend is your favorite one. Yeah. All right. So, Gwen, where can everyone find you? Where can they, again, just reminding people where you they can buy your wine? Uh, right now we are in Kentucky, Tennessee, Iowa, Indiana, and soon-to-be Missouri. So just ask for us at your favorite retailer. And hopefully we can uh, we can be in a state near you soon. And where can people follow you on? I love following you on Instagram. Your pictures are always so fun. And <laughs> on Twitter and on where your website is. Thank you. Um, at Trophy Wife Wines. And uh, everything's wines with an S. So. Very nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show tonight, Gwen. I really appreciate it. I've wanted to have you on the thank show for you. a long time. So this is great to thank actually you. have you on. Thank you so much. All right, so we've been listening to Gwen Ogle. She's the founder of Trophy Wife Wines. So grateful for having her on. Make sure that you guys check out Trophy Wife Wines. Follow her on Instagram for sure. Since I t I, we're talking about Instagram, YFE is on there, and I love to follow other young female entrepreneurs. That's how I find new, cool people. So if you follow at YFE Entrepreneur, we'll def definitely follow you back. You can also tag your days with YFE Chat, and that's another way that I can find you and check out what you're doing because um, we love to feature YFEs. Uh, so this has been episode 81, all about the wine industry. You can find replays on YouTube and on iTunes. iTunes, just search for Young Female Entrepreneurs. You can find our YFE Chat Live and other YFE produced shows. And then on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash YFE Entrepreneur. The way that you can get all of the information, though, about YFE is by signing up for Mailed It, which is our mailing list. It's at yfe.me forward slash mailed it. Uh, and that's where we send out our emails to let you know what's going on. Thank you all so much for watching live. And uh, hopefully you'll join us in Bootstrap Book Club. There's some people on the chat that are not in Bootstrap Book Club or are participating that I would love to see there because it's always so much fun. And I know Stacy is going to give us a great time with the Bootstrap Book Club. Uh, so this has been Jennifer Donnell, your host of YFE Chat Live. Uh, let's see if we can bring on Stacy one more time so she can say bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we were just ending. I'm sorry. Can I, I want to make sure that she can say bye to everybody. Bye, everybody. Oh, now we have audio. Say it one more time, Daisy. <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> you guys all got three byes. You're welcome. Nice. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching live, and hopefully we'll see you back here next week at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Make sure that you show up uh, a little bit early so you can check out Stacy beforehand, too. All right. Thank you so much.